0: You're talking about sign-on bonus specifically. Yep. So yep. you asked for fifty thousand, and they gave it to them. And They said, "Yeah, we got you on that." So why would you say you asked for too little?
1: <laughs> you should, you should always embarrass yourself and them with your request. And what I mean by that, you should feel uncomfortable asking for. It. I should have asked for a hundred thousand.
0: Yeah, a hundred thousand sign-on bonus.
1: Because what happens if I ask for a hundred instead of fifty? When I ask for fifty, they give it to me. If I ask for a hundred, they're not going to go down to fifty. They're going to say. Because that's too far of a drop. We get eighty-five. All right, that's cool, (laughs) right? Like,
0: so there's been a lot of talk, uh, mainly from Tech is the New Black and other platforms, where we talk about this being a six-figure industry, making six figures. And honestly, it's kind of like a a a catchphrase or a buzzword because most people are just looking to make six figures. Uh, Most people are looking to get to that benchmark, which is a great benchmark to strive for, Uh, but. We honestly should have conversations surrounding, you know, numbers beyond that benchmark. Uh, and there are opportunities in this industry that are much further than that. Uh, there's a quote that's going around that's a, it's it's a false quote that said, hey, you can never become rich working a nine to five. You can never become rich, you know, or become a millionaire working a job, but that's actually not true. And our guest today is uh, very full aware of this, the reality that that's not true. And is going to talk about that as well as a variety of other things because of his tenure in this space. Uh, so I want to introduce you all to our guest that we have today, Horace.
1: Hey, how's it going?
0: Hey, bro, it's going so good, dude. Man, bro, thank you. Uh, we we literally just just recently met, yeah. And it was really a, just a really just a blessing meeting you. Just just being able to pick your brain, hearing you just willingly share different nuggets of things that you know. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, because because. You know I'm like y'all I've been in this space for a year I've done everything that I could to learn as much As I could learn in this industry But it's like man the real thing is being blessed to Meet people like yourself that just has a Wealth of knowledge a larger Wealth of experience and then Just is willing to like share it with Me and now coming on Tech as a new black to share with our audience Yeah
1: yeah. I mean first thanks for Having me Um, you know I, I could say I've been kind of reviewing and looking over all the stuff You've been doing man it's amazing stuff you know Um and you're right, it's, it's one of these things where, like, even when you were just saying it there, it took everything in me when you're like, oh, you can't make millions, I'm like, that's cap, right? Because it's, it's, it's so possible, and I think, you know, I think I recently told you, I kind of switched, you know, from one big company to another, and, you know, like, everybody I work with is a millionaire, right? You know, and I've made, you know, like I said, we've, we've crossed that threshold a couple times, you know. Um, because of the tenure, coming on eight years, But it was just so eye opening when you go to another organization and it's like, I literally had guys talking to me like, "Yeah, if I don't make a million, I feel like I wasted my time this year." Yeah, that's crazy. And I'm just like striving for a million in one year, but they just live it. Yeah, you know, and so so, so,
0: yeah, because if they fall, they're saying yeah. Basically, if they don't even do at least a million that year, then they're and and that's just from because we want to be clear because we we've had guests on, we've had people on that have talked about. You know, making millions of dollars, but usually it's either because they were job stacking, working at four or five different companies at once, or it's been people who have talked about, we've had people talk about, oh, investing and doing this, doing that, but it's like all, the the reason, the thing that, that stood out to me about our conversation was that you're talking about making a million dollars just from the job.
1: W-2, that's what we call it, right? Man. W-2, right? So yeah. uh, the taxes hurt, let me be clear about that. <laughs> Um, you know, like <laughs> it make you change your political affiliations real quick, right? <laughs> um, you know, you see you over a hundred grand in taxes, and sometimes more than that. It's like, yeah. dude, you know, I, this needs to be different. Yeah. But it, it's it's very important to understand that you know, in the right situations, and I'll kind of walk us through it, right? How I got there, but in the right situations, you'd be surprised what's available out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I just me- recently met a guy um you know who's gotten into rpa i think i kind of mentioned it to you that mm-hmm. uh robotic process automation which is kind of that new stuff like ai and all that stuff right yeah. um the guy in his first year made five million dollars right Whoa. and you hear that and you know it sounds like come on right yeah and i met the guy and he's regular joe you yeah. know what i mean like and You know, we got to work on, and that's kind of why I'm here too, right? We got to work on more of people like us, our age range, right? Um, Making that a reality because it is. And I think, you know, and that's why I think it was interesting too, the way we talked about kind of your process and how you got into the industry. Mine was very different. Mm -hmm. I think they all work though, right? Because there's so many varieties of where people are, you know, and jobs and stuff like that. And uh, I think, you know, it's just about you got to put in the work, Mm -hmm. right? You got to be willing to step outside of your box and step outside of your comfort level. And the the funny thing, like I always get weary about saying this on camera, right? It's Mm -hmm. just like it's I don't dig ditches. I don't break rocks down into smaller rocks. And what I mean by that is the amount of work that we do, right? You're working with your mind now as opposed to, you know, physical labor and stuff like that. You
0: know, that wear and tear on yourself, right?
1: right you know I mean you've been to the crib right like I I look out the window and I'm watching these guys like cut my grass I'm like them dudes working hard yeah. (laughs) right I'm I'm on a call all day you know or for hours of the day so that's something else that I think you know once you put in that hard work to get there Mm -hmm. it'll obviously pay off you know tremendously you know and you gotta be good too right like let's not you know be remiss about that you have to be good at what you're doing right so there is work right i don't ever want to create this illusion like oh you're just gonna wake up and be a yeah, just just chilling yeah yeah like anybody selling you that probably don't buy it yeah definitely so yeah that but it's so much opportunity out here and i know kind of with the you know macroeconomic status of where we are right now everybody's like oh well tech industries are laying people off and all that hey guess what that's gonna always happen yeah definitely right so now is the time that you prepare Right. Put in the work now, because when they start hiring, be at the front of the line. Yes, exactly. Right? This
0: industry is even with the some of the layoffs happening with uh, different uh, big tech companies, this industry is not going anywhere. Many companies are still hiring. Yeah. Most most companies are still hiring. Yep. And then the industry is only growing larger. So yeah. two years from now, three years from now, there are going to be significantly more tech companies that will exist a few years from now than even exist right now.
1: Yeah. And, you know, the, the beauty of like the big tech, I call it like, yeah, big tech, little tech, you know, I call it the major minor leagues. Right. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm in that major league area. Right. So, uh, you know, seven and a half years at Microsoft. Now I'm at Salesforce. Um, you know, I've interviewed at So obviously those two I've interviewed at Apple, I've interviewed at Google, I've interviewed at Amazon. Uh-huh. Right. And, and that,
0: that's e- even just interviewing with those companies says a crap ton just about your resume. Yeah. Uh, but if like for, for the audience, a lot of audience are gonna want to know like, yo, your your intro, like, how did you get into the industry and where did you start at?
1: Yeah, so I, it, it's I think it's an entertaining story, but again, it's it speaks to the work. So, um, you know, I just looked at my W two from twenty fourteen, right, forty two thousand, and in seven years, I'm over ten x that, right? Man. That's crazy, right? And That's really crazy. So twenty thirteen, you know life wasn't where it was supposed to be. I had a daughter, she was in 2013, she was 7 years old. Um, you know, didn't feel like I was accomplishing what I needed to. Uh I'd been dreading going back to school, right? Graduated from Morehouse. Um and I'm like, and I got to do something, right? So I'm like, all right, my my closest friend, uh, I think I've told you about him. He he and I were like, man, we're going to go to grad school, right? You know, and I'm like, dude, I hate school. Like, and it was when I look back at it, I'm like, I don't even know why I was saying that, right? Yeah. Um, but you know, applied to grad schools, mm-hmm. and because I'm kind of uh, location restricted, I call it, because I wasn't going to leave my daughter, I wasn't mm-hmm. going to go off somewhere. Yeah. So applied to only two schools, Georgia Tech and Emory. Uh, long story short, got accepted to both. My gut just told me Georgia Tech, right? Mm-hmm. And so ended up going to Georgia Tech, uh, graduate 2015, but. I graduated in August of 2015, but I had my Microsoft offer December of 2014, right? And so just imagine what that last eight months of school was like, bro. It was, you know what I'm saying, easy. Yeah. Um, And the crazier part is the reason that I went to grad school, and this is going to sound so silly, but I was on Facebook because people used to use it back then. And (laughs) you know how you see something, somebody will give like an update on Facebook, and then... Like two years go by, and it looked like all you see is the updates, right? I started school, I graduated, and I was like, You started like three weeks ago, you know, and that's what it felt like. Yeah. So, what I told myself is like, No matter what, time will always keep going. Yeah. Right. Now, you only, we only have so much, so you gotta, you know, maximize it. But that is what triggered me to go to grad school because I was like, I see people start stuff and then I see people finish, and I'm not doing anything. Yeah.
0: Right, bro. I know that feeling so much. Right, yeah.
1: And so, like, yeah, yeah. I know the story, you know. So it's like that. It affects you if you got any pride or drive about yourself. It affects you, right? So getting to Georgia Tech, and you know, when I talk about the work, like I was focused. I'm like, you know, and this is my whole thing about investing yourself, right? Uh, People who aren't willing to invest in themselves, it's because they don't believe that they're going to do the work. So those are the people I avoid helping anyway. Yeah. Right. Um, So. I'm like, all right, I know this school going to cost, I think it was 60,000 at the time, but my goal, I think I told you, $100,000. Yeah. Six figures. Yeah, 100,000 100, six right? figures. Yeah. Right? And so you think like this it's it's not a magical number just for everybody watching. Um it's like it's a great number to start. It's where you should start if you can, but if you can go higher than that, definitely go. Anyway, so go to grad school, um I actually met with my career counselor before I even went to class, right? So think about what I'm saying. Practicing interviews, practicing my resume, right? Mm -hmm. Tweaking it every time. I would go like once a week. Uh, Shout out to Paul Hobson, right?
0: So so you're saying, when you say you met with him uh, before class, that wasn't just one time, that was like a constant thing. every week. Okay.
1: right, And that's the work nobody sees. Nobody sees me leaving work early, going to meet with Paul for 20 minutes, 30 Mm -hmm. minutes. He would give me one interview question, and we would review the resume, and he was like, change one line. I don't care what it is. Yeah. Right. Just to make it more efficient and better, right? So put into work with him every week, you know, just to make sure I was ready. And I remember he told me, he's like, Yeah, man, because I've always been in sales, right? So he's like, Yeah, man, they got sales jobs out there where you can make ninety thousand base and commission. I'm like, what? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like? I'm coming from forty two thousand, bro. Like yeah. so I'm like I remember you you so told mad. me
0: at first you were kind of like, For real? Bro,
1: it was again, and that's that's what I hope to accomplish with kind of, and why, you know, I told you I was like, man, I want to engage because it's, it's like a secret, yeah, right? Like I go to work, everybody got millions, and they look like regular people, yeah, and most of them don't look like us, right? Yeah, unfortunately, so you know, like I said, met with him, was preparing myself, preparing myself, uh, get through the first year, and I remember my first semester, it was like. It's Georgia Tech, man, it's gonna be hard. I'm only gonna do two classes a week, you know, and graduate in three years. I got through that first semester and remembered who I was, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna get this done in two years because I'm trying to get up out of here. Yeah. Switched to three, start going, right? So then um during the time I was working, like I said, 42 grand. I was like a like a s like a rep for uh Nokia at the time, and this is right when Microsoft acquired them. So they were putting Windows Mobile. So it was like I had some connection to Microsoft. Nothing serious, right? Just knew about it. So then, um, you know, he tells me about this uh, event called National Black MBA Career Fair. Oh, yeah. Right? And so I hate to admit this. First time I heard about it, I was like, I don't know about that, man. That sounds kind of like career fair in the hood. Like, you know. Career fair in the hood. Like, I hate to be like that, right? Yeah, but but that's where you were at. I was. And it was because of my ignorance. I was wrong. So I get to this career fair, and I don't know, you know, like I said, I'm from Chicago, so we used to go to the auto show as a kid. So, like, you go into, like, at the time, I was in Atlanta. That was lucky, because if it was somewhere else, I probably wouldn't have gone. Georgia World Congress Center, and it's like the auto show. It's like, I mean, company names hanging from the walls, and they got the booths, and they got lines. And I'm like, this is incredible. That was legit. Right? So I'm on it, right, because I've been practicing. I go to Coca-Cola, Delta. Janssen pharmaceuticals, uh, Chrysler, Chrysler grabbed me just walking by. Right. And I was ready, bro. Like, you know, the lady from Delta was like, you know, you give what you call an elevator pitch, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's like 20, 30 seconds of who you are and why you're there, what you're capable of. She's like, man, you've been practicing that. I was like, yeah, I was right. So all the while, you know, back to Paul Hobson, um, he told me I need to meet this guy, Cedric. Got to meet him. Got to meet him. You know, because he graduated the year before me and went to Microsoft. And I mean, you know, we know Microsoft, but you don't know anybody that really works there. Yeah, exactly. If you really think about it, most people don't know somebody that works there. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, man, I'll meet him. You know, because he's like pushing them on me. So I see the guy at the career fair. He's too busy. I couldn't talk to him um they had an event they invited me to afterwards so poor calvin's uh asian fusion so i'm like all right i'm gonna go i go in there guys like in the corner 30 40 people around him. i can't get to him. so this is where you know i talk about like you can go to events and they got free drinks they bought out the whole you can go in there and have a good time or you know soft network right but i'm on a mission bro like i gotta change my life yeah you ain't there to play right so, we're in there, talk to a girl, tried to get an interview set up the next day. She told me I got an interview. So, I'm like, bet got the interview. You know, I had like five of them. So, I get in there. I see him leaving.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm like.
0: This is the big dog, the dude. You say all the people were around.
1: This is the guy in the corner, right, that went to Georgia Tech, graduated a year before me. I'm like, I know what to do. I go walk him to him. I see him outside. I'm like, hey, man, you leave? Yeah, man, I'm getting out of here, whatever, whatever. I can get you ride right back to the hotel, uh, right? Nah, I got him. He in the car. Exactly. Not that I was, you know, kidnapping. him. But, <laughs> uh, but you, you get the one-on-one time, right? Yeah, yeah. So, get in the car, man. We pull into the um, Ritz-Carlton a couple blocks from here, actually, no, right? No, it's, it's
0: actually just across the street. There you go, yeah. Yeah, from here.
1: Pull into that driveway, right? Anybody know Atlanta? You pull into that driveway. Yeah. It was crazy. I met my daughter's mother at this same place. Oh. Crazy. Crazy, the you know. Wow. So, sitting in the driveway, he spent like 30 40 minutes with me. And mm-hmm. bro, what he told me changed my life, dog. Like I still feel it, you know what I'm saying when I talk about yeah. it. Yeah. I'm thinking I want to get out of here, make 100,000. I'm 100,000. Yeah. That boy sat there and told me he's like, "Yeah, man. So, I'm in San Francisco, so the numbers are a little inflated, but my base is 120. You get At the time, you got 67% kind of guaranteed on top, right? Uh, Because you're a first year or whatever. And so, quick math, that's 80 on top of the 120, so Damn, that's 200. 200 yeah. He got 45,000 just to sign.
0: A 45K sign-on bonus? Oh, my
1: right? gosh. Then they gave him 50,000 in stock. And back then, Microsoft stock was like $38 when he started. Maybe less than that. Just for the record, Microsoft's been as high as 300, you know, until obviously this little turn. Um, So that's where, you know, you talk about like, you are making millions because they give you these stock bonuses. Yes. And if you do it right, just let just let it sit there. Yeah. Right. You don't need that money. Right. If you manage it right. So, um, bro, like I'm sitting there doing the math. I'm like, bro, 300K. I was Mm. like, all right, man. So I know where I'm going to work. Yeah. I, I wasn't playing, bro. Like, laser focused in, right? So, no no more... You know, I, I did the other interviews out of respect. Yeah. Get to the Microsoft booth for that interview. Uh, we, we don't have your name. But I talked to somebody yesterday, man. We don't have your name. So, again, you got to go into, like, that hustle mode, right? You got to go into how to, you know, manipulate that and how to kind of keep that going in your favor, right? So, I talk to someone at the booth to kind of give me the follow-up. I found the girl who gave me the first interview, right? Mm -hmm. So I get her to kind of lock in and be like, you know what, I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. So she gets me an interview on campus. Now the process for on campus is that you have to be a part of the program, right? And so what I mean by that, they have a process where you get into it so that you can have access to the companies when they come on, I got an exception. Because I wasn't ready to do it yet, but I was still putting all my eggs in this basket. Mm-hmm. Get a call from the school. Hey, Microsoft has requested you to interview. All right. So the plan's going. So then I uh, go to the interview. Killed it. Like, killed it. Like, the guy in the interview says, you know more about Microsoft than people I work with. But again, because I prepared. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's that work that nobody sees. So then, you know, I'm assuming I get the last, you know, final round interview and all that stuff. So then um, this is in September Into September, October go by, November goes by. I don't hear anything.
0: Yeah. And that's weird. When, right. They do give you that. compliment Egg,
1: Exactly. So I say to uh, myself, I'm like, man, either you sit here and do nothing like nobody's waiting to call you to give you money. Yeah, that's what I try and tell people, I bro. Love like, that. like, don't just sit around thinking like, oh, somebody's gonna call me and give me a. You know, yeah, work even
0: like a notion. Sh- I've seen people for years, and this is when I was broke, I actually got very frustrated with this statement where people would say like, "Hey, it's all just gonna work out." Like, just it'll just all work out. And I realized very quickly, no, it won't all just work out. You have to. You got to go out and do the
1: work. You have to do- make it happen, bro. Yeah, like. No one's coming to save you. Anything significant, let's say, right? Like, yeah, certain lucky things can happen, right? You may find $12 on the ground, but it's not typically going to change your life, right? (laughs) So, you know, I reach out to the interviewer, right? And I'm like, hey, man, uh, I feel like I know we, it wasn't even like unsure, right? You had to be assertive. I was like, I know we had a good interview. I remember what you told me. Long story short, he makes it happen. Recruiter calls me within a day. You know, like, actually it was like, like within a couple of hours. Get the final round set up in Charlotte in December, right? So go up, do the final round. It went well. Like I said, the deck I felt like was almost in my favor. Two out of three people went to Georgia Tech. I'm like, I got this. Yeah. And they went well, the interviews, except the one. So then the one, unfortunately, was the guy with the highest rank. Ah. Uh, I think I told you. He's like. Taking calls in my interview, his wife's tire was flat. I start off because I like to break the ice with like sports or something. Uh, we talked about Cam Newton and he's like, yeah, he just talks to me. I'm like, oh, God, man, did water here. Right. But again, I could just fold or I just kept going and I kept going. So I get a call that Tuesday. That was a Friday. I Get a call on Tuesday from the recruiter. And she says, hey, you know, they liked you. They just want to see a little bit more. I'm calling around to the guys right now before the final round interview, let me let me back up again to speak to the work Uh, like Cedric and a lot of people in the industry. And this is what I think kind of what I can bring to the table for those watching. Right. Is the networking. The people at Microsoft that I did not know, they didn't know me from anything other than the guy who was referring me and some other internal people I'd met were like, hey, can you help this guy prepare? So generous with their time, so helpful, dog. It, it was amazing, right? Like that people would invest that time, and even Cedric. I remember one time I was at the house, cr- stuff was crazy. I went and sat in the garage in the car to get away from everybody, and for like an hour, Cedric giving me gold, right? Just giving me notes so I can, because this is my shot, man. Yeah. You know, I interviewed with Apple many years ago and didn't get it, and that's a whole crazy story. No time for that now, but I deserved it, but didn't get it. Let's just say that um because same thing The guy in the interview was like how do you literally said how do you know so much about this company and i was like this is to me it's like bro it's easy to study and read like what do you think i'm not yeah. capable of learning or something right so anyway um so i'm doing all that study and doing all that preparation which got me ready for the final interview uh so then like i said tuesday oh you need to come and present in person I met one other person like calling around all the people that you know the network that kind of started building, and one other person had to do this, so she was in Boston, so she talked me through it. She forgot to give me the most important piece of gold, and I think I told you about this uh they give me a deck to present. Bob gave yeah. me a deck to present, so I'm looking at the deck, and in my mind, maybe because I'm in school, my mind is set on like plagiarism, right like yeah. oh, I don't want to copy somebody, right. And so I sat up all night till 1.30 in the morning, changing the entire deck because I didn't want to plagiarize, yeah. not knowing the way that they operate, they all just use a centralized deck, right? only thing I didn't change were the graphics because it was like about the cloud and they were so nice. I'm like, I don't know where else to get, yeah. you. you know what I'm saying? So Man. I just changed words, went in there, presented it, blew them away. Like, and again, to the point where this is when you know you interview well, when they ask you in the, que- you know, questions during the interview, like, Like, how did you put this together? And I'm like,
0: yeah. So what was their reaction when they saw that you had switched (laughs) everything? You basically built it yourself. You created your own deck. Bro,
1: they looked up the author of that deck and saw it wasn't me. And I thought I was in trouble because they were just trying to figure out where I got it from. Right. Because it was so good that they went to look at the author. Right. Whereas I take it initially, you may want to take that as an attack. Like, no, man, I wasn't copying. They wanted to know why it was so good. Wow. You see what I'm saying? It's a different it's a shift in perspective. Right. So like we look at it and maybe not we, but I think a lot of people, you know, you think you're always being attacked or wrong. But it's just like, no, it's just understanding, you know. And so, yeah, man. So got through the interview, um, got the offer. I I remember everything, man. So for me, (laughs) crazy thing. Because I was staying in Atlanta because I got lucky with that because my daughter was here, right? That was my request to be in Atlanta. First offer was 5X, actually over 5X. 5X five, so
0: five X of, the, of 42. the 42. Yeah, okay, cool.
1: Right. 100,000 base. They upped the guarantee to 82%. So that's 182. I got 35,000 assigned. I got 50,000 in stock.
0: Oh, man, that's good
1: that's just starting bro yeah, right it's starting now and so you know when you think about that and like I said you take those years and you talk about like it's not always oh I made a million this one year right those are great years but you stack that up over time and if you're doing it right you know what I'm saying like your life changes man yeah, definitely. you know and so but yeah that's that's the story man like that's how I got in and I think at this point, like, you know, I say Microsoft because, again, that's the majority of my experience, but I've probably gotten over 30, 40 people, man, because what I started to do is make sure that, you know, I was helping other people to get in, right? Because I felt like all the work that people did for me that didn't know me from anything, I got to pay this back, man, you know? And so that's kind of what got me on the mission. And then, like I said, when I met you and, you know, how we got introduced and stuff, I'm like... I mean, I've been doing this for seven years. Right. Yeah, so it's like it's, this, yeah. it's time to, you know, really start to to give it back and kind of actualize it. But, you know, it's like the, you, then you start to deal with how much time do you have, you know, and so you run out of time, you know. So Hey,
0: y'all, we have some incredible, incredible news that I'm super excited about to finally announce our private tech community. Yes. Yes. You heard that right a private tech community exclusively for you all who want more than just a podcast. You want more than just the FAQs. You want to talk with tech recruiters. You want to talk with, with hiring managers. You want to talk with coaches. You want to talk with people that can help with editing and rewriting your resume. Maybe you're somebody where you just want to be a part of a community where we're talking about updates of what's happening in the software industry. Y'all, this community that we've launched is also going to involve a Discord where we're going to be talking about updates in tech. We're going to be talking about companies that are hiring. We're gonna be talking about upcoming tech events. So that way you don't have to miss any of the gems that I know, but not even just what I know, but the gems that friends of mine that are also in the tech industry know as well. So if you wanna be a part of that community, go ahead and sign up so that way you can join us. We have a few different tiers. Ultimately, it's all tuned in for you. Oh, and last thing, also within this community, we're going to be streaming all of our interviews with our podcast guests. So instead of you having to wait months to watch the videos later on, you will actually be able to watch the interviews in real time and ask your live questions to those guests. So make sure you join our tech community. Uh,
1: I know it's a long story, but it's. I think it's a quality story to talk yeah, about, definitely. just the work that you know it takes to get into that position. Yeah, and and
0: right? I think the other quality, the other... Uh, uh, value in that story is just hearing all the things that you went through and i mean you were incredibly laser focused on on one company and how just your level of dedication your level of of just sticking to it and it's like man you actually got that and uh, oftentimes i think i I see a lot of people that want to get in the industry whether they want to be at a specific company or they're just trying to be in the industry in general and they seem to you know they get 20 30 40 50 rejections from different companies and then they're like, oh, nobody's hiring. No one wants me. And I'm like, man, y'all give up way too easily.
1: A hundred percent. And and I think the when you talk about give up, right, it's the problem is, is because if you try and do something on your own in isolation that you don't know about, right, you're most likely not going to be able to do it well, yeah. you know? And so that's why I think, you know, again, I, I could have been like, all right, well, I'm going to just get heads down and prepare for Microsoft by myself. Yeah. But no, I, I utilized every tool that was available, every person that was available, right? And it just improves your chance of success, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're not doing that in a kind of thoughtful way, again, we we talk about it's not as difficult as people think. That's true, but it's not easy. Yeah, no, definitely not. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so I, I never want to create this illusion, like, oh yeah, you just just go apply on you know online and you, you'll end up with a $300,000 off. Yeah, offer.
0: no, it's not like that at all. Piece of cake. Right. Uh, but so, speaking, so you you, t- you touched on the, you know, the, how you 5X your, your first job was 5X your 42,000. Um, and you also broke down kind of those numbers and things like that. Uh, but since then, now you're at least 10X what that 42,000 yeah. was in the seven years you've been in the industry. But you uh, were sharing how you've recently, you've met, some guys where you're like, yo, they're making they're like they're making millions of dollars just yeah. working in this industry, and uh, you had shared that with me when we had first met. Like, what was I guess just really so everyone else can experience that story the same way I experienced. Like, what happened?
1: So, really, it was just time for me to you know. So they they always talk about the best raise you can get is switching companies. And I think you talk about this a lot, mm-hmm. right? Like you want to jump around, and especially like I said, when you get into like those major league level tech. Like, they're fighting for the talent because there's just not that many people. I think there are, right? But they only give that opportunity to so many people, right? So, um, you know, kind of, like, got into a situation, and I think we talked about comfort, right? Like, comfort is a slow death. I saw that up on a flag in a coffee shop, and I was like, that's amazing, actually, right? And I, I actually told one of my close friends, I'm like, we too comfortable, man. You know, you just don't want to ever be in a situation where you rely on these things, right? So basically got into a situation got a new manager. Um, didn't like it, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so it caused me to start looking outside. And like I said, it was it was really stepping outside of that comfort level, that comfort zone. So, you know, got into this new company, right? Um, and I'd heard about it, you know, but I kn- I'd known some people who had gone there before me so that, again, kind of thing, right? Like, let somebody else lead the way. All right, it's it's safe to come now, That's right? That's funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, you know, but they had nothing but good things to say. And so, you know, they kind of, again, gave me the guidance, right? Helped me know what kind of job I wanted, what kind I didn't, right? Like, insert, I'll say this, the recruiting experience at different companies, completely different, Right. There's some who are just a one. I'm never going to bash anybody, but some who are just not good. Like they just don't pour the necessary resources in for the size of the organizations. Right. And so with that, right. You you know, this this new one that I'm in. Right. Um, it was outstanding, like outstanding. And so what it allowed me to do was really kind of feel my way around into what I wanted to get into now. To be fair, I was performing at a high level prior to that based on the role that I had gotten into, Mm -hmm. right, uh, my last role at Microsoft. So, obviously, that matters, right? So, again, you still have to perform. You got to be good. You got to work hard, right? Uh, But, you know, that paves the way to make the the next moves easier. Mm -hmm. So, um, but, yeah, it, it was based upon, you know, just being able to, like, get in the door. And then once I got in... You know, you get in there, and you start looking around, at anything, right? You kind of surveying the room, and you're like, wait a minute. Like, all these people make crazy money. Yeah. You know, and then, like, they start talking about people they know, and that's how I found out about the robotics guy, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, man, you know, he's like, he's got made $5 million his first year. I was like, I'm sorry, where did he work? I'm not telling you, <laughs> you know. <'cause laughs> yeah. Bro, he know me. Like, I'm after it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, but understanding kind of newness and trends, and that's another thing, Right. Understand kind of what's been sold, what's been oversold. There's certain things that people just, you know, yeah, they're going to buy it, but is it really growing?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right?
1: If I had to pick two, like if somebody was telling me, hey, if you want to go into a new job, new technology area right now, what would they be? For me, artificial intelligence. And
0: AI is crazy right
1: now. It's crazy. And it's such a broad term. Yeah. Um, the other one is that RPA, it's uh, robotics process automation. And For those watching, what that means is like you think about like a car manufacturing line, right? Um, you could have a person standing there putting windshields on, right? What are your limitations? That person needs brakes, that person's gonna do it different ever so slightly, but they will do it different every time. You gotta continually pay them, you gotta pay them higher over time, they gotta go home and sleep at night.
0: Injured, work complaint.
1: Robot do it perfect every time robot work 24 hours a day yeah right so that's why you know you you got to get into these things that give you the ability to kind of continue to not be replaced by a robot
0: yeah and if one you, one of the things I always because i see online people are always like fearful like, oh man these robots are replacing our jobs no they're replacing the low-wage jobs right there's an opportunity they also
1: create jobs exactly yep yep yeah, 100%. Yeah. It's like the,
0: the, the Willy Wonka, uh, whatever, the newer Willy Wonka movie they, they had with Johnny Depp where the grandpa, he had lost his job to this robot and they were all sad. And then at the end of, you know, end of the movie, everybody's story has to get tied up in, in yeah. a nice little bow. And his story got tied up where it's like, hey, he lost his job to the robot, but he got a better job being the mechanic for the robot to fix it. There you go. And it's like, that's literally what this industry is. It's like replacing things, but it's creating better opportunities.
1: Yeah. Like, don't ever let yourself be caught on the train track. You know what I mean? Like, just step aside and jump on the train. I love that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people want to just be like, oh, the train's coming and I'm on the tracks. <laughs> it's like. Well, yeah, trains always are coming, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter what, like, people who made bikes was like, oh, man, they got cars now. You know, like, yeah. it's always going to happen. You just have to step aside, get it get it back together, and hop on the on train. the train. I right? love that. I and love so, that. And so, you know, because, like, they just opened in Texas. They opened the first, like... Unmanned McDonald's or something like that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's,
0: that's happening in a, like not necessarily the McDonald's, but different versions that are happening in, in multiple so I was I was at this guy, uh, this uh this guy Rob Coates, uh, really successful um guy in sales, and I was at his uh, his crib in, in Miami. His building, it's I don't know the name of his building, but it's uh, number one with amenities in America. There's no like no apartment luxury apartment building with more amenities, and it has seven pools. <laughs> Uh, like it, it's so much I, I could go. Yeah, over there. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah. But they also have a convenience store in the building that's 24 seven that has zero workers in it. The convenience it's store the is. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yep. You just go inside, you grab whatever you want. You just like either, you know, if you're if, like, I'm, I'm not a tenant there. So I had to go up to the thing and scan stuff, whatever. Yeah. But they have a thing on there where you could just put your thumbprint and it, it buys everything or, or it scans. You could just walk out. And I'm like, that's actually crazy. <laughs> and,
1: and and that's the irony for, like, you know, anybody who does those kind of, you know, entry level, we'll call them jobs, right? Like, to me, it's like, y'all, you know, y'all need to be doing the best you can with this. Because they're doing everything they can to replace you. No. Like, the, the ordering thing for the McDonald's, I saw that on a Microsoft, like, screen. They showed us how the language and all that worked. It was like five years ago. Man. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, my point is just, like... It's coming, just be prepared to understand how to be able to do, you know, you got to become a Swiss Army knife, right? Yeah. Um, And that's my whole thing and my love, you know, because my actual job is sales, right? So that's why I love it so much because I'm like, man, you know.
0: Are you you uh, considered, is it tech sales?
1: Yeah, 100%. I sell software, right? Um, I work directly for Tableau, right? Tableau is data and analytics, right? We help the world visualize data is our tagline kind of thing, Right. (laughs) And so, you know, but even with that, right, it, it has like this upside that I saw, you know, kind of as I was looking to kind of make a move. And, you know, even on my LinkedIn, I talk about being on the data and analytics frontier because the market is only 25 to 30 percent saturated for business users. When you think about analytics, it's mainly like these analysts, these business analysts or data scientists. They're the ones who gather and, you know, put together all the information But the business people still have to somehow understand it. Yeah. So what we're doing is building that bridge. And this is my whole thing I've brought to work. And everybody's like, man, that's a good way to. But it's building the bridge between analysts and business users. Right. So that when I take data. Okay. Yeah. I could look at a, I don't care how pretty it is. Right. If I still have to like figure out what it's telling me, Mm -hmm. it's not as useful. Right. Um, so what we do is kind of like we have new stuff coming that's going to make like build that bridge. Right. So that your average business user will get a report, read through it and say, all right, I know what the data is telling me. Right. Like we need more shovels in store B because yeah. it's snowing there and it's not snowing in store A. So move the shovels. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah, instead um, of them
0: having to just look through the be like, OK, I see the percentages. I see the, the data, exactly. I see the analytics. Right but okay what does this mean to us what should we now do and implement within our business but instead it's actually telling them not just the data and and the analytics and the numbers but it's actually suggesting hey based on this you might need to do this it's giving
1: you the action decision analytics actually is kind of what it is right and so it's a it's a big deal and i mean no matter what you're passionate about right like I never thought about it in this simplified version. We all like love football. Everybody loves football apparently, right? <laughs> so like you think about like somebody running the 40-yard dash. There's data and analytics in this, right? Because if you don't time how long it took him to run it, you have no data. You don't yeah. know like how does he get better if you didn't time it? Yeah. Because he just runs it again and you're going to eyeball it like, yeah oh, that seemed faster, right? <laughs> it seemed faster. But, and I'm oversimplifying, but think about it, That's where it is. So then you just start to magnify that, right? You know, and across like these huge companies. And everybody knows how to gather data. Not a lot of people know how to use it, right? And so that's kind of what I saw as the opportunity when I decided to kind of, you know, make the move, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, there's still a lot of upside here. So, yeah. you know, obviously I care about the money. Right. And yeah, then of course, uh, like, and I'd say the best thing they told me in my recruiting process, they were like, yeah, so, you know, this is what your offer's going to be 50,000 to sign. Yeah. And I asked for too little because they gave me exactly what I asked for. Yeah. And I was like,
0: yo, so one of the most in demand roles in tech and one of the most roles that you all ask us about the most is cybersecurity. Uh, cybersecurity is one of the most uh, like recession proof style jobs in tech And to take it a step further, it's also a job where you can make a crap ton of money in this industry many of you have been asking us about the best route to get into cybersecurity. there are a few different routes that you can go uh, a couple different boot camps that i think are really great for cybersecurity. but recently we just partnered with one called syntax technologies they are one of the most highly rated boot camps in the u.s and it's it a step further their boot camp isn't just under five thousand dollars but also they provided us with a unique discount to provide to our audience so that way you all do not have to pay the full price for the bootcamp. This also involves any discounts they might have, any special sales that they might have. You can use this discount on top of their discount, their sale. Now listen y'all, their cohorts are limited. They only have about three cohorts a year and it's on a first come first serve basis. So make sure you go ahead and sign up ASAP so you can speak to an advisor and that way you can enroll in syntax technologies and become a cyber security analyst. So, so what do you what do you mean by that? Like when you say, okay, they gave me exactly what I asked. You're talking about sign-on bonus specifically. Yep. So yep. you asked for fifty thousand, and they gave it to and me. They said, yeah, we got you on that. So why would you say you asked for too little?
1: <laughs> you should you should always embarrass yourself and them with your request. And what I mean by that, you should feel uncomfortable asking for. It. I should have asked for hundred thousand.
0: Yeah, a hundred thousand
1: sign-on bonus. Because what happens if I ask for a hundred instead of fifty? When I ask for fifty, they give it to me. I ask for a hundred, they're not gonna go down to fifty. They're gonna say, "All right, man, we can yeah, get 85. Because
0: that, that's too far of a drop.
1: We get eighty-five. All right, that's cool, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, and I've done that for people, man. And I was kind of, you know, I, I kind of kicked myself about that one. I ain't gonna lie to you, right? Yeah. But because I, I know I maxed out like the the base and all that, and that's great, but. I'm signing bonus. It's just such easy money, yeah, Like, it, is. it come on like that. First or second check, for for what? <laughs> what did I do? You signed. I left here to come. You know what I mean? Like, man, like I, I'll never forget my close friend. She went to Google, and uh, she was so focused on the base salary, right? Because it was going down by eight or nine thousand or whatever. And then they offered her stock, and I was like, ask for three hundred. And she's like three hundred thousand? Three hundred thousand in mm. stock. Think about that number, right? And people don't think about stock as re- it's so Man, real. Yeah. <laughs> right? Simple quick math here, right? You get into a company, you you know, you ask for three hundred thousand stock, they give it to you. That means you have a thousand shares. Let's say the company stock at three hundred dollars, so you have a thousand shares. You're there for two years, the stock goes from three hundred, typically it goes up, right? They're technology companies too, so they go up a little faster. Let's say in two years it goes from three hundred to four twenty, right? Which is what? That's one hundred twenty. That's about you know forty percent up. So it goes there. That means those thousand shares that you got at three hundred are now worth four hundred and twenty thousand, right? What did you do to make them go? You didn't do anything. Anything. Right. Um, I know a guy man you didn't have to
0: financially invest into it, right
1: yeah right and then and then you also can buy the company stock at discounts like we'll do that on another time but yeah Yeah. all the like packages because I've heard you talk about some bro them 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 benefits crazy yeah like Microsoft has heat free healthcare like you don't pay for healthcare you know what I mean
0: oh man my uh second tech company UKG was like that and at first I thought I was tripping when I was looking over I was like no no I was looking through And even Aja was looking And they even have it to where Your domestic partner Like It's like yeah. like Stuff is covered Bro
1: Yeah That was the thing I thought was so crazy When I went to Salesforce They were like What are your pronouns Like they're so open minded Yeah You know what I'm saying And being considered And that's a great thing yeah, yeah Like I know for some people Like Google Like for women Will freeze their eggs I mean They have amazing benefits man. Yeah amazing benefits. That's right? insane.
0: So, so, so I do want to... Uh, there's a couple things. Uh, we're getting a little short on time. There's a couple things. Um, one thing... So one, you mentioned you used a football analogy. And obviously, so we're talking about you know the benefits, the money. And football analogy made me think about... I was uh, in this Uber recently. And the Uber driver was, was sharing a story about one of his nephews who was supposed to play in the NFL. But he got into... S- he got some injury, and because he got some injury, he was like, oh, I'm not going to be able to play in the NFL anymore. So then he basically squandered off his life, started doing drugs, was in a trap house, and long story short, ended up raping a young woman. Um, so now he has that on his record as a rapist. So now his, his life is, is virtually over now, and he's in his early 20s. And I was sitting there talking to the Uber driver, and the Uber driver was like, yeah, man, once he realized he wasn't going to be able to play football anymore, he felt like everything was over, so he just threw his life away. And I sat there... And I I just out of curiosity looked up how much like football players make. And I sat there and I was like, I told the Uber driver, I was like, I make a roundabout what football players make and it, that junk set in with me. I said like, like NFL players, <laughs> that loud, junk hit man. me you too loud. <laughs> and so, but no, but, but that's definitely the case yeah. for yourself as well. Yeah. So can you please give perspective cuz especially like people who look like us, our community is so fixated on rappers, athletes, producers, yeah. and of course even if we talk about rappers and if people actually understood how their deals are cut up and how most of the stuff they're flexing is stuff that they are that they're going to be paying back for years anyway, If it's not like a rental just for a music video Or or just for you know whatever It's like in this Industry can you speak to like I guess why People who look like us who want to Be rappers or athletes because they want That money should really look At this industry as a As another option as an alternative
1: A hundred percent so I I give Credit again to one of my friends about that right He he made that comment To me and I was just kind of like And I never thought about that like so for perspective, I thought about kind of like this most recent deal. I, I didn't say I signed it, but, you know, you signed the offer or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, like if somebody positioned it to me say, hey, man, we're going to get you a five-year, $2.2 million contract, would you sign that? Yeah. Of course. Right? And yeah. then I, I thought about it. Like, that's what I just did. You know what I'm saying? If I stayed there five years, and that's the minimum, if I never get a raise, if I never exceed my commission, wow. you know, quote a number, right? That would be the minimum. Yeah, And so like you know for people out there everybody see we we get so fixated thinking NBA we think LeBron right Yeah, NFL you think Tom Brady or you know like most of the people in the league make the minimum especially in baseball right minor leaguers all that go look up those minimum salary just look up you know NBA minimum salary I mean, NBA is kind of high because it's you know so few guys but like look at the NFL minimum contract right mm. so to your point And theirs is like, you know, what, I think three years is the average span, right?
0: So they're not even able to continue making money from it as years go by.
1: Right. Like, what we do, say you get in there at 25, 28, 27, right? You got a good 20, 30 years if you want. And then once you cross, like, them 10 years, like, because it's always going to be going up, right? Like, you, you have to compound that, right? You can only play basketball, football for... 15 years typically yeah that's the, the, a the very average, long career the
0: average career lasts three and a half years exactly right
1: so yeah no it's dude it, it's it's crazy man i mean you've been to the crib like you know what it's yeah, like Yeah, your crib is nice yeah yeah, yeah it's like it's, nice it's nice I, I don't hate it you know what yeah. i mean so <laughs> it's nice. um i think that's but that's the thing that i think what made me really be like all right man let me get up out the box and just stop living in secret because see i'm doing what I see the people I work with do right. They just walk around, make these millions, and don't nobody know. Be knows. chill,
0: be quiet, and not even putting other people on. Yeah,
1: they let the wrong dude in, man. Like I'm, I'm telling people, bro. Like because yeah. it's it's that alternative, like you say. And I think that if people knew to strive for this type of stuff, mm-hmm. then you know, then it's like, oh, like you said, that guy wouldn't have thrown his life away, man. Yeah. You know, and I I still think there's a chance for him, right? I think, you know, uh, one of my boys, like you know, we all know homeboys, right? Like. You know, got a little bit of a record. And so we've been talking about it. And, you know, I kind of mentioned the boot camp stuff because there's remote roles that you can still do. Like coders, don't nobody check their record? Man. How much coders make?
0: A crap ton.
1: You know what I mean? So that that's the other thing. I think we can appeal with this life, right? There's so many different levels, right? Like, yeah, yeah you may not be able to get inside and go be customer facing or something like that. But it's still a space for you. Yeah you know what I mean so that that's kind of been my mission man like you know before it was just like oh I'm gonna do the right thing people help me but you know and I I think I told you about it like you you have to charge people because you're not paying me like necessarily for my knowledge you're paying me for my accountability Mm -hmm. I want to give you the knowledge but I don't have all the time anymore right so when I charge people to do it you're paying me to be accountable to you to deliver on what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Right? Because if not, you are be like, hey, man, help me out. And I'm like, yeah. You know, I tell people all the time, your first couple messages to me for free, I just ignore them. And the reason is, and this is an important point to make, is because I want to know how bad you want it, right? The people who keep messaging me are the ones I respond to. I don't. Now, if you're paying me, I have to respond. Yeah, now. exactly. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Because what, what's going to happen after three messages? Most people will be like, Oh, he's too busy. I don't want to bother him. goes back to our point. No one is going to call you to offer you a job at fill-in-the-blank big tech company. Yeah. You got to put in the work somewhere. You got to invest in yourself, right? They go buy a designer. They go do nails. They go do hair, haircut. I ain't got that haircut problem, but... (laughs) I've heard haircuts cost a hundred dollars. Eric, Eric now, doesn't that either. Right, right. But I I've heard, bro, like haircut be 100. I'm like $100. Yeah. And that's fine, right? But you're investing that all of that is still investing in yourself. You go out yeah. to eat, which to me is the biggest scam ever. Oh yeah. You go out to eat cuz we all know where that food end up in a couple of hours, bro, like just throw throw the money straight in the toilet. <laughs> this is a joke, but think about what I'm saying, right? So yeah. all I'm saying is invest in yourself. When you find somebody that you believe in, it ain't got to be me. Whoever it is, you're paying them for their accountability, yeah. right? So I think that's that's one of the key things out there, man. And and again, don't quit. Like if you find me on LinkedIn, and you know we'll follow up with all the social information, but you find me, like don't. We just naturally busy, bro. Like you yeah. know what I'm saying. So it's the person who keeps after me is the one that's. And I say the same thing for recruiters. Look recruiters are overworked, so if you aren't yeah. the one that you know whether the squeakiest wheel gets the oil or whatever yeah. um if you're not that squeaky wheel, <laughs> oh it fixed itself do you ever pay attention when it fixes itself I' you know and and like I said man it's just we gotta we gotta be better as far as like going after what we want and holding ourselves accountable you know and then like I said, you'll get that response because I'll tell you first thing, like it'll be three weeks later, but somebody you know hit me like five times, and I'm just like, I'll just, oh, let me knock this out, right? Send their resume to the recruiter, blah blah blah, do the referral, and it's done, right? Yeah. But it was because they were persistent, and I knew that they wanted it.